1: Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Our Facebook question for today is, what was the big fashion trend when you were in high school? Mm. Uh, you could go to our Facebook page. You can send us an email, Donna and Steve Show at MyTalk1071.com, or you can even uh, call us when we get to that coming up at 1015 today. Um, let's get to some music news we're going to throw back here as well. It's time to talk music. I
2: enjoy music with Donna Valentine Yee-haw!
1: and
3: Steve Patterson. It's me.
1: You want Lewis on the
3: news. Yes. Yeah. This, this,
1: this is the beat. Oh, this is fun. There is a list that um, has all the songs of the summer for every year since 1958. Wow. And what do they suggest this year's song of the summer is? What we're going to do is we'll run down some of the years. The number one song, okay, for okay. that, for Hottest that, song y- that year. yes, or okay. that summer, okay. Um, Steve, what year were you born?
4: I was uh born in
1: 1983.
4: Your song is come on, come on, come on, please, please, it's, please, it's be by right
1: a rock pop band,
4: okay, kiss. Hmm.
1: Um, th- the lead singer is
4: Sting. Steve Sting. Sting. The police. I'll be watching you.
1: Close. Eh. Every little thing doesn't matter. Guess another well, every. Every breath you take. That's it. That was the song of the summer, the year you were born. Wow. Grant, I... what?
4: Well, well, Let's figure out um, when was I am Grant born?
2: How old is I am Grant?
1: Uh, you're thirty five.
2: Hope... Yeah, so we're almost the same age. I was eighty four, Steve. October of 84.
1: Lucky you. Dude,
2: I'm I'm like your mentor, man. I was here
4: so long before you were on this planet, man. I have True. so much to teach you. Uh, you do. You do. You How do. old are you, Steve? I don't 36. know. 36.
1: Um, I guess I could have just, t- you know, just.
4: Why do the math?
1: One. <laughs> no.
4: Uh, Throwing some balls.
1: I can't believe you're only 36. I thought for sure you were 38.
4: Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> 36. Hmm. Arranged marriage. I've been married 15 years already. (laughs) It is not an arranged marriage.
1: Okay, Okay, your song, Grant, is from Prince Steve.
4: Sorry. I'm sorry. I tried to swallow off Mike. It was a big swallow. (laughs) It
1: sounded very intentional.
4: It it wasn't.
1: Your song is... When doves cry.
2: Oh, it sounds cry. You know, it's funny. I actually was never a fan of Prince my entire life. I just thought he was just some local guy, which is uh, sad because I I just I was never incorporated into his culture and my family, you know. And then when, you know, he you know, I actually went to the Super Bowl when he performed. No. And I I was all bummed, like, oh, I have to go see Prince and like McCartney was the year before. What? And then when he died, honestly, that was what made me realize how much of an inspiration and a like m- an amazing person to the music world that he was. So yeah. it's sad to say that, that that's my song but it's kind of funny because I didn't even have the Do biggest... you realize
1: that that performance? You,
4: you were at one of the most iconic uh, music performances of all time and, and and certainly I think for most people it would be the top Super Bowl halftime show. Ever. Yeah, Purple Rain, In
2: the Rain in with the, rain. the cordless yep. guitar. I mean, I got goosebumps right now. I do, too. It was awesome.
1: Oh, so good. I, I mean, he rough. was just, um, you know, he had that, you know, a couple of really um mainstream albums. And then he kind of started to just do his own thing and just create music the way he wanted to. And that's when maybe he just, you know, for... The masses was kind of like, oh, yeah, no, he just does weird music, but yeah. an outstanding musician played so many different instruments. Yep. Just so, yeah. Anyway, that's your Ooh. song, When Doves Cry. My song is Wild Thing by the Trogs.
4: Oh, that's Remember? a cool one. Didn't they yeah. have that
1: on Throwback Thursday? I'm like, I have never heard the, the words trogs. the Trogs. Ladies in my and life. gentlemen, the Trogs! Right? Um, here are some two thousands. Okay. Well, how
4: about this? Can we go to um, Can we go to graduating years? Can you take me to the year two thousand two? Is that um, available?
1: Uh, I yes, it is. Okay. Two thousand two like, was like... Uno Momento. Steve. Okay. Por- I have a
4: I have a guess. Oh no! I bet you it's going to be a little. I was going to say I have a, Carlos Santana. Feels like his collaboration with Rob Thomas. Oh. Could could have been right around there, but I think that might have been the year two thousand. Yours oh was Bourne.
1: Nelly. Hot oh. In here. Oh hot yes, in here? Oh. I
4: took my shirt off at the prom and danced to that. I remember. <laughs> yeah, you oh
1: have to do all God.
4: those jerky things. Me and a couple other guys, we went up on stage, and then we took our shirts off.
1: So then two thousand three would be grand
2: Yeah. I'm what Grant. is it? What is it?
1: Um, Beyonce featuring Jay Z, "Crazy in Love."
2: Oh yeah, another good one. But I'd yeah, rather have doing. Nelly. I think I'd rather have 2002. Hot and Her Hot and was her. such a wild song. We didn't know
4: what to do with ourselves. It was just crazy.
1: <laughs> this year, they're suggestion, uh, suggesting that Savage by Megan Thee Stallion
0: oh. is the
1: song of the summer. Uh, Say So by Doja Cat. Bl- and Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. I think oh. that's it. What that's was your graduating
4: year? What was the song for your graduating year? I already year?
1: covered this. The song is When Doves Cry." And that is the year I graduated Oh, that's the year you graduated. Oh, mm-hmm. okay.
4: And Gr- Grunt,
2: I Am Grunt, was born that same yeah. year. What a wonderful circle of life we right. all
1: have.
2: <laughs> no <laughs> math being done right now. Moving on. Thank
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, but, 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 last year, they were saying Lil Nas X had the song of the summer, Old Town Road.
4: Oh, sure. Oh, yeah.
1: Before that, Drake, In My Feelings.
4: Oh, I love that song.
1: Louis Yankee. Fonse, Daddy Yankee, Justin Bieber with Despacito. Despacito.
4: Now, this is a good run of songs right there. Those last three, that's good.
1: That's um, good. Drake won Dance in 2016. What was Cheerleader? Oh, am I. I didn't like uh, that song. It was like.
4: It was real poppy and bouncy. Doop
1: doop. It had like a keyboard kind of thing to it.
4: Ooh, I'm a cheerleader.
1: Yeah, I hated Be- it. Okay. Fancy by Iggy Azalea featuring Charlie XCX in oh, 2014.
4: Remember Iggy Azalea?
1: Yep. Remember Robin Thicke?
4: Sure do. 2013,
1: Blurred Lines. Oh, yeah. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe, 2012.
4: Enjoyed
2: that. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I'll see if I could link this up, this list up for everybody. yeah! oh god sorry grant
2: (laughs) i went to the pod down real quick there
1: (laughs) i'm kidding steve i'm kidding you guys Honest
4: to goodness, how often is my mic actually turned on? Because you're like, all right, he's in the closet. He can just get out his own little weird yelly
2: things here and there. <laughs> we have our own little signals. We've kind of, we, we pre-gamed before the show. She <laughs> right. the, yeah, so I know when to turn you yep. down, turn you up. No, I'm just kidding.
1: It's <sighs> a lie. It's a lie, Steve. I'm just... giving
2: something
4: away right now. All right, gonna, you do. I'm oh, look, with positivity.
1: Okay, good.
4: Would you like to win a ticket for a carload up to seven people to Seavers, the stories, riddles, and rhymes? Caller 7 right now, 651 641 1071. You can win, you can pack up your car. It's a curious adventure on a magical trail winding through tree farms, cornfields, and rural prairie. Rory. Enjoy humorous, humorous rhymes, riddles, and large scale illustrations that will give readers a whole new take on story time. 651 641 1071, caller 7. You win. When we return, we're going to sort of continue the nostalgic look back. A list came out, Donna, of some of the most iconic fashion items. And we'll see what was the hot fashion item when you graduated from high school, when I did, when you, the listener, did. It's our Facebook question. We'll dig in next on Donna and Steve.
1: Hey, girl. We're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. I feel like I have to talk like this. I know. Just go
4: a little bit lower. Um, It's funny when you said, hey, girl. Do you know one of the uh, one of the? Uh, there's a website out there called Hey Grill Hey Hey Grill Hey.
1: Like G R R L.
4: No, no, like G-R-I-L-L. Oh, cute. And it's a it's a it's a you woman it. who just has like th- these great tips about grilling and smoking meats.
1: Interesting. I wow, know you're just googling the hell out of grilled meats and seasonings and Donna. Tips. I mean,
4: I had a full conversation with someone about brisket over the weekend you know when people smoke a brisket they start at well this guy started at 7 p.m the night before and it, you take it off at about uh twelve thirty or one o'clock the next day
2: oh wow <sighs> sounds so
1: good so i'm gonna do
4: brisket man i'm gonna do it do by it. the end of september i'm gonna do it what you want what you do it now all right
1: so i came across this list of fashion trends the most iconic fashion trends to be exact from when you were in high school, right? So Mm. it's really just of all time. Sure. Do you want to hear the top 10 real quick?
4: Yeah. Did these come with corresponding years?
1: They didn't.
4: Oh, dang it.
1: But here they are. Uh, Levi's 501 jeans is the number one. Mm. Levi's denim jackets. Oh. Nike Air Max shoes. Mm -hmm. More iconic than Air Jordans.
4: You're trying to get back into basketball talk. I'm not oh, taking Sorry, I'm gonna shoot yours today.
1: Okay, Ralph Lauren Polo shirts. You oh yeah, those were big. Those were big collar. Yeah. Yep. That was big. Geez, I know someone who wears those um, shirts so much. I feel like he's wearing the same one all the time that I have a guy friend who goes, He wears that he's <laughs> that shirt is so old that the horse on the shirt is dead. <laughs> <laughs>
4: His neck is just hunched
1: over. <laughs> He's at the glue factory. Um, anyway, uh, Louis Vuitton bags, still very popular. Ugg boots, still very popular. Bomber jackets. Converse Chuck Taylors, still, still see those for sale. Oh, yeah. Crocs made the list.
4: Oh, I just got knockoff Crocs. Got a lot of good responses over the weekend oh. regarding them. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Good to know. And guest jeans. Huh. I don't see a lot of people wearing guest jeans anymore, do you?
4: No. No, I'm I'm sure that's from yesteryear. I remember when I was uh in like late high school, junior senior year. Um how about this junior year of high school? Stevie Boy arrives day one. Oh. I don't I still don't even know how to pronounce this. Sokonese, Socones, do you know the shoes? How do you, you spell know? it? S A U C
2: O N Y, I believe. You guys familiar with
0: these? Yeah, me.
1: Sakeny
2: you have to know what I'm talking about. I don't know these shoes. Keep going. I might if you give me some more yeah. info.
4: S A, a- U C O N Y. Google that while I tell you about them. They they were hot just for a for a minute. They were hot for a minute and they were cheaper than Nike's and uh and Reebok so you could get your hands on them. So I had white these shoes. Oh, oh yeah. I kind of do
1: remember yep. these. They I definitely do. I think I actually had a pair.
4: Sure. Well, I had uh so white these shoes.
1: Excuse me.
4: No, no, no. That was like a sure. That was not uh, the tone of the okay, inflection came out wrong. Like, oh, I bet you did. You're like, You're right. I'm oh, going yeah. to
1: shoot hoops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing balls. I definitely had a tip. pair of these. Definitely. Yeah.
4: All right. So white sock and shoes and then dark blue denim jeans that had a sheen on them. Mm. They, they appeared shiny. Then I went with just a crisp white t shirt. And had a large silver chain oh, yeah. with a big cross on
2: it.
1: Oh jeez, I can't. I'm living I'm literally
2: looking <laughs> right back down my hallway <laughs> in high school. Every kid in their white Adidas, you know, the yes. white, all white Adidas shoes, their big cargo mm-hmm. uh, not cargo jeans, but the jeans with the carpenter jeans. Carpenter jeans. Way yeah, too baggy. He to had to have the white, all white tee. Oh yeah. God. And then hoodies. hoodies. My God. now you could sometimes
4: do like a Puka Shell choker as oh, well. If you, if you had been to the shore at all that summer, yeah,
2: Florida, yeah. spring break, you bring back the puka shell. I had right. a hemp
4: choker, which I thought was awesome.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. oh
4: God. Donna.
1: Yes. Um, carpenter Senior jeans. Uh, oh gosh. Senior Take year. mini skirts were big, but they were, you know, on their second round. Okay. You know, kind of like the carpenter jeans. I wore those in high school. They were really, really popular. Um, overalls oh, were yeah. big. Yeah um you know pinning the bottom of your jeans mc hammer pants
0: oh
4: yeah i used Um, to peg my jeans yeah i'd peg them and then you'd sort of do like the the fold over and then about two turns up and you could get a nice peg
1: i still see people doing that
4: yeah it's Um, kind of hot again
1: you know it was wearing pumps with little baby socks
3: oh do you know what i'm talking about like
1: you'd wear a mini skirt and then you'd have
2: Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh,
4: that's terrible. Oh, that had frills.
1: You know, like, just think of baby socks. How they have the little tool around the side. Oh, sure.
4: Is a pump a heel or a flat? it's a heel a heel okay it's but a not closed stiletto it's
1: a closed toe heel it's just a basic okay. high heel
4: boy must i can't imagine wearing a mini skirt how cognizant you would have to be mm-hmm. of
2: how you're sitting
1: bending over all the time so true so what true a we had it
2: easy buddy i know we hoodies and jeans man we had it easy
1: Carrie says saddle shoes. Uh, Katie said guest jeans. Benetton was big. Monogram sweaters.
4: Benetton?
1: Remember Benetton?
4: No, I'm looking it up. Benetton.
1: Oh, gosh. It was like... Shoes? No, Benetton is a clothing store where everything was neatly folded. Mm. And their... their <clears throat> Excuse me. Their ads, their print ads were iconic.
2: Oh, yeah. You can just look at the images and they're... Yeah. Oh,
1: And it's like usually people from all different backgrounds and races,
0: colorful
1: colorful clothes. Clothes. And the people in the ads were always just, you know, very diverse. There were Asians and, you know, um,
4: oh, they had some Spanish colorful sweaters. Very colorful.
1: Yes. That was like the time of uh, swatch watches were big. Oh, sure. Do you remember cross colors? Is that when you blew on the shirt and it turned a different no, color? No, that's
4: a hyper color shirt. I remember oh. those? You'd go out in the sun and it would like start to change.
1: Oh, um, yeah! No, kind color, of colors came out in
4: 1989. They said it was clothes without prejudices, and I just remember a lot of kids at my school wearing them, and me just wanting to wear them. It was just so cool.
1: Very fun. Adidas track uh, track suit pants made this list. Birkenstocks. Um Abercrombie and Fitch T shirts came oh, in. North boy. Face Abercrombie fleeces. and Fitch.
4: That was a store you would walk into and just think, is this what I, could I look like this? Right? Could I look
1: this way? It always smelled good too.
4: Oh, because they sprayed Fierce, which is Abercrombie's cologne. And they would have someone who just go through and they would just like spritz it, like on the hour. That's <laughs> right? why it always smelled so good. Then Hollister came out. Yeah,
1: I walk in there and they're like, are you looking for something for your granddaughter? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Did you lose
1: someone, ma'am?
4: I'll check the dressing room.
1: <laughs> hey, when we come back, let's talk about a couple of movies that are gonna be coming out. We've got the trailers up next still here thanks for listening we appreciate you Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Steve have you heard this story about Paris Hilton yet
4: just a little bit earlier but that was really earlier today but that was the first that I had heard about it sounds heavy
1: this is this is a really interesting story because there is a documentary coming out about Paris Hilton um she's 39 years old now and she has opened up about this her troubled youth in this upcoming documentary. Like I said, it's called, this is Paris. It's going to be on YouTube. And she reveals that she was mentally, emotionally, and physically abused while attending boarding school in Utah. And she says, um, let's see before she, this is before, obviously she did the simple life in 2003. She was pretty much, you know, a difficult teen living in, The um, Waldorf Waldorf Astoria Hotel with her parents. Fancy. Rick and Kathy Hilton, who, of course, you know, they're the heirs to the Hilton hotel chain. um, And also her younger siblings. And she used to sneak out. She used to go to clubs and parties. She was like a club kid. You know, like Page Six would report on these kids. And they were just like, just kids who were famous for going to the nightclubs. And her parents would punish her. They take away her cell phone, her credit card, and it didn't work. She would still sneak out. So they sent her to several boarding schools in the 90s. The last one they sent her to was Utah's uh, Provo Canyon School, where she stayed for 11 months. And she knew it was going to be worse than anywhere else. And, you know, it was supposed to be a school But classes weren't the focus. She says it was almost like a boot camp from what it sounds like from her Mm. description. From the moment she woke up uh, to the moment she went to bed, she said it was people screaming in my face, yelling at me, Uh, continuous torture. She said the staff would say terrible things. They were trying to make her feel bad. And it was their goal to break them down. And they would hit them. She said they would strangle them. Oh my! They were trying to instill fear. And I get she's got a couple of classmates, I think, that are in this documentary as well. But they bake, uh, excuse me, they um, support her claims and they were force fed medication. They would put them in solitary confinement. And when she would try to tell her parents, this is the part that I wanted to talk to you about. When she tried to tell her parents, it was her word against the administration's and she didn't get to speak to her family, but every few months, I mean, if your kid comes to you and says this is happening right, at this school, I mean, don't you give your kid the benefit of the doubt?
4: Over the school, yes. Every time.
1: The staff would tell the parents that the kids were lying because obviously these are kids with behavioral issues. And um, after turning 18 i guess she goes back to new york she refuses to speak of the experience because she wanted to put it behind her and she didn't want to have to relive it but apparently for one reason or another she's got this documentary coming out uh, that addresses all of this and it's going to premiere on september 14th uh here's a little bit of of the trailer
3: stop i don't even
0: know who i am sometimes i didn't used to be that way
1: Something happened to my childhood that I've never talked about with anyone.
0: I just heard
1: screaming, bloody murder. But I couldn't tell you guys, because every time I tried,
0: I'd get punished by them. I still have nightmares about it.
4: Here we are at Paris'
1: school.
0: And the only thing that saved my sanity was thinking about who I wanted to become when I got out of there.
1: Just created this brand and this persona and this character. and stuck with her ever since. Is that
2: enough?
0: (sighs) No.
1: (laughs) It just sounds really sad.
4: Yeah, it sounds heavy.
1: It sounds really heavy because, you know, she was a funster and... Like she said, she was this persona. You thought right. about her just like, that's so hot.
4: And the mean, meantime, she's, you know, bearing these sort of wounds yeah. from her past that you yeah. probably would because all of us would just think, oh, rich, entitled, get yep. anything you want, kid.
1: Right, exactly. Jeez. So, okay, that, that documentary- that You said
4: that's going to debut on YouTube, correct?
1: That is going to debut on YouTube, on um on. September 14th. Okay. Okay, but now, Steve, we go from that heaviness. eh, It might be a little more heavy, but not more heavy, but as heavy. But that doesn't matter. Keep saying heavy. We're going to talk about The Rock.
3: Welcome Welcome to The Rock. I want to talk. This is Rock Talk.
1: Just get me the rock.
3: I want to talk. Where Donna and Steve talk about The Rock. I want to talk. Woohoo, Rock Show. I want to talk. You
1: smell what The Rock is cooking? Okay, so The Rock All is... All right, I'm already interested. I know, right? This is, I, I mean, this is dark too, I think, and quote unquote heavy. So, are you familiar with Black Adam?
4: I am not.
1: So, Black Adam is a fictional character who appears in um, DC Comics, and I guess he first appeared as a one-time villain... For the first issue of the Marvel family comic book in like 1945. Hmm. But Black Adam was revived um, as a recurring character after DC Comics first licensed and then acquired Fawcett characters. Blah, blah, blah. Then it just goes, they begin publishing um, what was the Captain Marvel family stories and Shazam. So it goes back to all of that. And he okay. was a corrupted ancient Egyptian predecessor of Captain Marvel. Okay. So Black Adam fought his way to modern times to challenge the hero and his Marvel family associates. But now he's been redefined by DC Comics uh, writers. And Hmm. so he is going to be Black Adam, who is ranked as, um, who's IGN? IGN. Uh, it's
4: like a movie website.
1: Okay, 16th greatest comic book villains of all time. Oh. So he's going to be a villain.
4: Interesting. Well, you know what? And, and wrestling fans will remember this about The Rock. Oh. He plays a great a great villain because he was yep. heel for many years, meaning like a bad guy. Okay. And and he was fantastic as a heel. Still likable, mm-hmm. which makes him sort of like an anti-hero, but, but really, really good, so... So if you're having trouble thinking, well, wait—the rock is always so winsome and always the good guy. He could play the bad guy in a way that there will be some people rooting for the bad guy. Sort of not—not in, not in the same way in terms of what the performance will be like. But you know, Heath Ledger's turn as the Joker in The Dark Knight—you're—you're you're like, you want another Joker scene? You're like, bring back the Joker. I want to see right. the Joker again. Ultimately, you're hoping for good to win out, but. I wonder if The Rock, as a quote-unquote villain, will have similar appeal, where you're almost kind of sort of rooting for the bad guy a little.
0: Well, give it a
1: listen. Here's a little bit of the teaser trailer.
3: I've been waiting for this moment for a very long time. This is the one. This is the one that's going to change everything. Ooh, sexy. Easy. This is Black Adam. It
1: looks very medieval.
3: I like the music a lot. 5,000 years ago, Khandak was a melting pot of cultures, wealth, power, and magic. Yet most of us had nothing except for the chains around our necks. Conduct needed a hero. Instead, they got me. And I left did what needed to be done.
1: I love how he explains everything.
3: imprisoned me for it.
1: Aw, oh, poor guy.
3: Now, 5,000 years later, I'm free. And I give you my word.
1: Oh no. What are you gonna do? No one
3: will ever stop me again.
1: See, you know, this is the kind of movie that the rock needs.
2: Yeah. This is good. It's
1: good. And
2: I, the visually, it's it looks really cool. So check out yeah. that trailer. It does a lot more than just the storytelling there.
1: Yeah, it looks... It Actually, the visual helps with oh, the storytelling. You're like... Oh, yeah, no. it's
2: really unique.
1: It looks well, good. What's,
4: what's cool for The Rock in this is he has talked before about his specific journey to the 150-plus million followers that he has on Instagram, the highest paid actor. When he was trying to cut his teeth in the acting industry, he was constantly looked over for any sort of superhero role, even though he stands at, you know, six feet, six inches tall. He's like 280 pounds. He is an actual superhero. He has a superhero body, but he was looked over. And so I think that this is really meaningful to him. So he's really going to be promoting this and taking this seriously because it's his stamp into the, the superhero world. And largely for most people, for the average movie goer, he's introducing a brand new character, even yeah. though it goes back to the forties and old DC comics. And, uh, this will be a new guy that the rock can really put his own stamp on.
1: Right. Because, you know, modern day movie goers aren't familiar movie, unless you're real into comics, right? Cinema. Okay you know we both have a couple of ideas for tips coming up yours is gonna make me mad mine are gonna make people paranoid which one should we cover
4: <laughs> this is a good question how about uh, we will let i am grant decide which one starts when we return we'll get tipsy okay. together right here on donna and steve on my talk
1: Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment Monday edition of our show, which means coming up at 11.30. It's a Money Monday. It's
4: a Money, mon- money Monday. I came uh, across a, a really good list of just some practical things. They say it's financial advice that you can't afford to pass up on, Donna. Ooh. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <clears throat>
1: All right. That's at 11.30, but now this.
0: Time for a tip.
3: Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody
1: on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Okay, so here's the deal. Steve, you would like to share advice for getting a husband.
4: From a 1958 women's magazine.
1: (laughs) Okay, and I would like to share some offbeat characteristics... That doctors use as a jumping off point to diagnose your illness.
4: <laughs> what wow. the heck? I don't even know what that So like if a doctor
1: looks at your fingernails, he could tell like, oh, does she have uh, lupus?
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like you, know, you with your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: and me with my, and eyes are on here too, me with my calf. And the reason that this all started is because my right calf is so much bigger than my left calf so I come to find out that I might have a condition um, that uh, affects uh, my 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 um. Uh, what do you call the stuff inside your? Uh, who cares? Anyway,
4: I might have. <laughs> I could have gone anywhere. I might have a very
1: serious condition. It's oh, a, no, no. so anyway. I can go through that, or we could get advice for getting a husband grant.
2: do the right do. thing. I am I, I You know, I love to hear different people's perspective from so long ago because it's so far off base that it's always entertaining. So I'm gonna have to go with Steve's All right. 1958. Fair enough. Okay. A husband. Okay. I'll okay. save
1: my um.
2: We'll save it for tomorrow. My
1: death tips for you coming. Yeah, up
2: tomorrow. can't can't wait.
4: Yeah. <laughs> how to how to spot a clot? Okay, so uh, there was an article from a uh, 1958. Uh, Magazine. The magazine was called McCall's. It went out of print in 2002. Mm -hmm. And so they had this article from way back then, 129 ways to get a husband. Uh So I will rattle some of these off, Donna. Uh I don't know if you've seen the list yet.
1: No, but I've heard many of these throwback suggestions.
4: All right. So we'll just toss them out to you and you tell us the validity of these. Okay. How to get a husband, if you're reading a magazine in 1958. Get a job demonstrating fishing tackle in a sporting goods store.
1: That's pretty good.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're open to it. That's pretty good. How about this one? This is
2: great. Get lost at a football game.
1: Oh, Yeah, that's good, too. (laughs) That's great.
2: Uh, So on funny side note to that, I donated to the Twins Museum a book that they gave out to women in the 50s or early, oh. late, mid 60s. They gave it out to women when they went to the game on how the game is played. <laughs> oh. How sexist is that? Like, here, you don't understand baseball, so you need a pamphlet. And I actually had one and they put it in their museum. Oh, yeah. that's great. Really? Yeah. Oh, my wow. Gosh, grant.
1: That's my, awesome. My
2: grandma gave it to me. So, yeah. oh. Did
1: she learn anything from it?
2: She learned that men are pigs. <laughs> Uh, no 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 she's yeah. just uh she just thought it was interesting she was one of those old school just she just thought it was really funny that that that's how they went about it that I way love it. listen
4: yeah. i mean i would like to just fully support you grant and say that you know it was a really sexist thing earlier in the show we did have someone say that they were going to throw balls at the basket i mean <laughs> a pamphlet might not be the worst Whatever. thing Donna. it's just
1: the language
4: <laughs> it's the language we hoopers use uh. all right the first
1: two tips are actually Pretty sound.
4: Okay. All well, right, let's yeah. keep going. Um, how about this? If you were looking to find a husband, this is from a 1958 McCall's article. Don't take a job at a company run mostly by women.
1: No, that's not. <laughs> it's not no. Not okay. Don't take a job at a company. Well, I mean...
4: Do they mean then you don't have as many fellas there to bump into at the old water Probably,
1: but that's also sexist, saying that just because the company's run by women means that men wouldn't work there. Oh, oh, sorry, okay. we're not going to run into Dave at the sewing machine factory, whatever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the dressmaking plant. Uh. Leave it to Beaver. Okay, yeah, that's a bad one. So far, though, two out of three ain't bad.
4: All right, well, let's see if this one works for you. You can get a husband up by doing this. Learn to paint first, then set up an easel outside of an engineering school. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm just painting. Do you like paint? <laughs> that is it's an so attention an getter. And it takes a while, too, because learn to paint. That could be a six-month endeavor.
1: I mean, okay. Not only that, but just to assume that there are no women engineers—true, right? Like, well, and yeah, nineteen
2: fifty-eight probably yeah. weren't many. I was going to say we're going to have a lot of that kind of going on here.
1: Okay, I'll I'll offer up some suggestions as well.
2: Now, here's Donna's
4: go-to. If you liked any of these others on the list, Donna, this one screamed you from the moment I read it. How to get a husband, nineteen fifty-eight. <laughs> read the obituaries to find eligible widowers. <laughs> What's new, Hal, besides the death of your love? You know, I paint.
1: (laughs) You can catch me outside of MIT tomorrow.
4: Too soon. (laughs) Oh, Okay. Uh, Now, this one I think is great. This is old school. It's low-hanging fruit, but darn it, it it would probably work. If you're looking to find a husband. The article said, wear a Band-Aid. People always ask what happened.
1: Oh, my God.
4: Suzanne, your arm. (laughs) What happened? <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Okay, Kissing. Is there more? There are two more. Okay.
1: So far, you've only got two good ones. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. So, so far, we, we like get a job demonstrating fishing tackle in a sporting goods store. <laughs> and we like get lost at a football game. We're not big fans of don't get a job at a company run mostly by women, learn to paint, set up an easel outside of an engineering school, <laughs> or read the obituaries to find eligible widowers. <laughs>
2: That's the best.
4: All right, we have two more. This, again, from a 1958 McCall's article, 129 Ways to Get a Husband. Stand in a corner and cry softly.
1: No! <laughs> let, let
4: me finish, Donna.
1: It's better if you're at the bar, though.
4: Chances are good that he'll come over to find out what's wrong.
1: Okay. You could but also a fake cry. a flat tire. Yeah. Okay. Hmm.
4: And number eight, and this one doesn't come with any like additional context around it, get a sunburn what
1: that is such bad advice Oh, okay. then, your shoulders jeez would you like me to rub some aloe on them
4: <laughs>
1: how about like how about hitting up a bar outside of a hospital
4: okay now you're right? going this is an obituary vibe
1: no no no. I mean cuz you know there might be an eligible doctor getting yeah. off of work.
2: Abs great call. After a
1: long shift, you know. Are, are you
2: tired? Could I make you a meal? Could I get you a nice place to, you know, rest stay for, for the yeah. night? All
4: right, now here are a couple others Donna that I'm I'm uh have <laughs> Can your I car you break breakfast? down. Have have your car break down at strategic places. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's good. From, From the
4: Gold's Gym or, you know? Yes,
1: yep. yes, excellent. <laughs>
4: Gold's Gym. Attend, <laughs> attend night school. Take courses men like, it says.
1: Yeah, like uh, mechanical classes.
4: Look in the census reports for places with the most single men.
1: That's really. Weird.
4: Nevada has 125 males for every 100 females. They did in
1: 1958.
4: Hmm. That's good.
1: Um, <laughs> Get a job at a gas station.
4: Uh, Take several short vacations at different places rather than one long one at one place.
1: That's good.
4: (laughs) Oh, Donna, here we go. Okay. Uh, Sit on a park bench and feed the pigeons.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, dog park's a good place. There's lots of men and women, you know? It's like the new singles uh, club. Who's having a breakdown over there?
4: Sorry, that's Dev. He's really...
1: really Oh, the baby. Quiet that baby down. Right. Daddy's working. We got to go. Steve has sorry. to go yell at, a, <laughs> what, a nine-month-old?
4: <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't, we don't count. We are not. We don't want to put him in that age box.
1: Right. Sorry.
4: Whatever age he feels works for him, works for us. He's You're less gonna... than a year. All
1: right. You're going to be impressed. I watched another movie on Disney+.
4: I am so happy about this.
0: I'll tell you what I thought of it when we come right back.
4: Oh, you
3: hated it.